You're listening to Three Valleys Radio. Welcome to our In Conversation programme. Every week we talk to a sporting personality to find out just what makes them tick. From their early childhood, to their professional career, to their musical tastes. We cover it all. So sit back and enjoy as we talk to this week's special guest. Here on Three Valleys Radio. Well, good evening and welcome to another edition of In Conversation. I'm delighted to welcome my guest this week. It is none other than Matt Ugler, the new owner of Yeovertown Football Club. Good afternoon, Matt. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um, we're going to start off talking about you and Paul. Okay. But I'm sure you can fill in the holes. Paul's not here. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, when did you first get interested in football? What sort of age? Oh, a young kid. I guess yeah. probably. I can't put an actual age on it, but yeah. for as long as I can remember. And and did you did you um, did you play yeah. as a youngster? Yeah, yeah. Played uh, school. Nothing special. Just school with the school and. Uh, on Saturdays and just you know like any kid in the country does. Did you progress through the teams and and end up playing men's football at all? No, so I think I stopped playing football when I was about fifteen. I kind of found other things mm. to get interested in. Um, so you're not. We, we can't necessarily put you down as sub then next week. If it needs Marcy, knows. <laughs> um, um, what were the name of the of your school's teams? Can you remember offhand? Of the ones that I played for as a kid? Yeah. On a Saturday or Sunday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could remember actually. One was London Colney. Um, that was the one I played for for a long time. And then Harvesters was another one. Oh, there's one more. And when I was really young, it was called the Hawks. I don't know what the first part of it was, but Hawks, I should always remember that. I'm going to be ringing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but apart from Yeovil, do you, do you support another team? Yeah. Big Arsenal fan. I've always had a season ticket since I was a kid. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, we've all got across the bear. That's obviously yours. Yeah. Well, it seems like down here, there's a lot. I've noticed there's a lot of Tottenham fans. I don't know where that's come from, but no. I mean, unless they sort of got attracted when Skivo was here and Skivo got because Skivo had good contacts at Tottenham. Yeah. When he was manager, and he pulled in apart from Steve Corker, he had Ryan Mason, yeah, yeah. John Obika, and Andros Townsend as well. So there you, you know, go. That might be the connection. I don't know, but. Uh, uh, well, I had a good day yesterday, so... Uh, yeah, who's your team? Uh, see if you can work it out. You had a good day yesterday. Brighton? No. United? Yeah. Oh, OK. I've supported United since 1957. Yeah? Yep. So, um, Arsenal then. OK, do you think they're going to win the league then? No. Uh, am I right? I think you've got two games against City, haven't you? i got Should... one. One oh, more. Oh, one, is it? Yeah, away yeah. at the Etihad. Yeah. I don't know. Because to be honest, growing up as an Arsenal fan, I've been just kind of used to the disappointment. So to be in this position, yeah, it's like PTSD. I'm like, mm, <laughs> too good to be yeah, true. I don't know how, what's happening. When are we going to slip? <laughs> yeah, well, but I'd love it. Like it'd be amazing. But um, I think it's good for the game that another team wins it. But I haven't given up hope of United winning it yet. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm an eternal optimist. No, but, I think uh, so. I think Arsenal's, you know, a great club and deser- deserves. Yeah, no, I, I, think, year, I think, but you, you don't want the same club winning it time, no, it's time and time again. Yeah, you know? it's it's uh, so I don't think that's up sort of. Right? Well, now we're going to hear the first of Matt's musical choices, and the first one is a guy called Mac Miller, or maybe it's a band, and it's called Two Thousand and
die no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath, and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause an angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah, okay, you gotta jump in to swim. Well, the light was dim and this life was sin. Now every day I wake up and breathe. I don't have it all, but that's all right with me. Take it nice and easy, took a flight to see me. Send you back home with a light that's beaming. The whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's what we're about. And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route. Instead of having demons that's as big as my house. Mm-hmm. Have a ball with a dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they kicking me out. Yeah, isn't it funny? We can make a lot of money. Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly. I was yay high and muddy. Looking for what was looking for me. But I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah, they ask me what I'm smiling for. Well, because I've never been this high before. It's like I never felt alive before. Rather have me peace of mind than war. You see me and you, we ain't that different. I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging. Take my time to finish, mind my business. A life ain't a life till you live it. I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul. Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own. With these arms, I can carry you home. I'm right here when you're scared and alone, and I ain't never in a hurry. You don't never gotta worry Even when it's 7.30 and the time is running low When your heart get cold See what's behind all them unturned stones And I'm a pro when it come to my job But really I'm just trying to start believing in God Now when it gets hard I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm Because I don't need to lie no more Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. So, um, up to now, what, if you like, can you give us a breakdown of your CV? What have, what have you done with your life yeah. since you, you arrived at Yeovil? Uh, from working-wise? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I was working in property um, development for a number of years. I have my own company and that. Yeah. Um, and we, we got up to, I think we've got about 40, 45 houses now, just all around the country. Um, but it got to the point where... 
the income was like good from that. So my, I, my, me and my best mate were running that company, and he now deals with all the tenants and all that. So there was not much left for me to do there because mm-hmm. we kind of built out the portfolio to where we wanted it to be, um, and we add to it every now and then, but nothing major like it was for the first few years. So you've still got it going at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. still going. Yeah, um, that's what allows me to be at Yeovil full time. Yeah. Um, and then I worked. I moved into the sort of family office stuff, which was just looking after um, a lot of, you know, it was a wide range of things. It was private equity, public equities, bonds, um, lots of things like that. So fin- in the financial world. So, so what's what's the story of your father? Because I gather he's been very successful in life. He has been very successful. What what exactly does he do or did he do? Or? So he started a company. So he was in... So I was born in Canada, actually. Yeah. And he got a job. He was working for TD Toronto Dominion Bank, and he got moved over to London uh, when I was like one. We only managed to stay for like a year or two, but he ended up leaving that bank and starting his own company um, called Market. And it's just that it it started off in this little small barn. I remember it well. Um, and it was uh, it is um, it was like a data company, so they you know collect all this data and then sell it on and they were really early like adopters of it Mm. and it just grew and grew and grew they merged it with ihs which was a big company in the us so it became ihs market and then about two years ago he sold it to s&p um and did really really well out of it like very successful and he's just you know extremely hard worker and, and impressive man yeah and he um He's now, you know, most people at that stage would just go, all right, I'm going to sit on a beach and relax. But he's now set up a, a fund for um, to combat climate change. So he's he's yeah. working on that at the moment. Oh, right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And do you still have any involvement with his companies or, or with, with the crime, climate change business or not? Not with the climate change business. Um, there's little bits and pieces that we, you know, have together, but nothing, yeah. nothing major. More music now, we've got Mr. Frank Sinatra and that's life. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, back on top in June I said that's life That's life And as funny as it may seem Some people get their kicks Stomping on a dream But I don't let it, let it get me down Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing, each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back. In the race, that's life. That's life. I tell you, I can't deny it. I thought of quitting, baby, but my heart just ain't gonna buy it. And if I didn't think it was worth one single try, I'd jump right on a big bird and then I'd fly. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out, and I know one thing. Each time I find myself laying flat on my face, I just pick myself up and get Bye. 
Francis Albert Sinatra. That's life. So, um, for a 28-year-old, it's quite... 29 now. Oh, 29. Well, happy birthday. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, It's quite an ambitious project, though, to cut your teeth on in terms of football. You've not not been in football before. Yeah. You know, talk me through it. How did, you know, there must have been a light bulb moment when somebody said, here, why don't we buy a football club? Yeah, well, I mean, like, the thing is, is... We wanted to do it for a while, um, and I've said before we got close on a couple other ones, and it just yeah. kind of didn't didn't quite work out. And then we came down to Yeovil just on a bit of a whim, and uh, we liked it a lot. We decided, yeah, let's do it. It's a, you know, it's a big club that should not be where it is. It should be higher up. Mm. So that's a good project to be part of. Um, and then as it's progressed, we've just got more and more into it. So that was kind of how it came about. And and you, you know, I remember you mentioned at the, at the uh, initial opening that there was a couple of other clubs you were you, you got close to. I mean, were yeah. they were they league clubs? Or yeah, national? They, they, they were league clubs. I think one was a League One club and the other was a League Two club. Right, right. Yeah. I guess looking at it from the point of view of a uh, an investment property, you know, Gary Johnson. I, I stand a lot by what he told he taught me. I mean, he's, he's a lovely. Do you know Gary? Have you I don't know. Him? I know of him. I know. Yeah, he's, he's, a, legend, he's, a, he's yeah. a fabulous bloke. He really is. But he always he used to say to me because when he went to Torquay, and I said, "Oh, you know, went to Torquay." Yeah. Ah, oh, well, he said, you know, if you go to a club that's right on the bottom, yeah, you can't go any further down. Yeah. So well, you're going to come yeah. up. You know. Well, I suppose in a way you could say that Yeovil was the same. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we've been through horrendous times with your predecessor but that's another story yeah. but um you know so when it started to build in your mind what exactly it must have come a point when you looked at these three clubs or four clubs or whatever and right let's do it let's do it was there any one sort of single thing that made you think yes this is the one for us yeah I think I came down here I can't remember when it was it must have been about October last year yeah and looked around and just thought wow oh, this is great this is you know, we loved yeah. the stadium. Um, we couldn't believe that that, that Yeovil was in the National League. Like when I first heard, I thought, "Oh, Yeovil must be League Two, maybe mm. League One." Yeah. So then when I realised it was National, League, I was like, "Well, this is a kind of good opportunity. It's a bit of a fallen giant that needs some love, and and hopefully we can take it back up the leagues." And I think that's a fun journey to be part of. So I think I was pretty much sold on the story as soon mm. as I came down here and had a look around, and yeah, it was a. Uh, so, uh, where did your your friendship with Paul sort of begin, and how did he get involved in the whole setup then? So, me and Paul have been friends for a long time. I think he's known my family for years. So I knew him when I was a boy, mm. and we always got along really well. And then when I obviously grew up, he we it became more of a friendship. Um, and yeah, now we've been friends for a number of years, and we've always wanted to do this together. I think with his. Um, sporting background it made a lot of sense to do it with yeah. him because there's a lot of things that I think you know the wall could be pulled over my eyes because I don't know some of that mm. stuff very well whereas having him in there it's like it's kind of you know I think it's to surround yourself with people that have the skill set that you don't is is, yeah. is crucial and there's a few of them like obviously Paul's there and there's a few others who who are really helping us out and as you say the skill set I mean I'm sure you know, professional sport. Yeah. I mean, I've learned a lot about it from, from just through working here sort of thing. There's a hell of a lot more to it than perhaps people think. So, oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've been in here, I think this is the fourth week I'm in now. And it's a seven-day-a-week job. It doesn't mm. stop. Like, we're on the phone till 1, 2 a.m. on a Saturday or a Sunday yeah, yeah. trying to fix things. Um, and then... The problem is, is we've come in here and the lack of standards and professionalism in terms of what this place should be yeah, just isn't here and we have to put it into place and it's going to take a while because obviously mm. it's been neglected for so long. Yeah, But I think we need to 
sit down with the relevant people and make sure that next year there's a massive structure in place and everyone's kind of pulling in the same direction. And I think that's important. And, and presumably Paul's involvement was, was a, a, a contributing factor and you decided to go for it then? Definitely, yeah. I was always going to do it poor. I wouldn't have done it on my own. Yeah. Um, purely based on the fact that he just... Well, also, I think we work well together in terms of, I think, it's kind of good cop, bad cop kind of thing mm. in terms of he's... he's don't you pick take, a fight with him, would you? Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to take any, anything, any rubbish. No. And I think sometimes I'm, you know, like, a bit soft on certain well, you're a bit of a pussycat, eh? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I just say like I'm, I'm far less likely to pull the trigger than Paul was, and I think sometimes mm. you need to have that firmness, and that's why I think we work well together. Whereas there is other times where I think a softer approach is, yeah. is, is, is more. Well, if you've got the both, I mean, you, you, yeah, you exactly, crack it, haven't you? Really, yeah. I mean, that's that's important. Yeah. But, uh, Time for some more music now, and this one's called Fires For You, and it's from a band called Cannons.
There you go, that was cannons and fires for you. Uh, and what about Mum? I mean, is she going to get involved at all? Does she yeah, she's already, yeah, yeah, she loves it. She's already been involved a lot, so she's been more not so much on the footballing side, more on, like, we've had interior designers come into the stadium, like, obviously it's a bit, up, you know, it's, mm. it's aged. Um, so she's got all that. She runs a really successful... Um, sort of hotel business that's, that's yeah. done really well so she's come in here and and wants to which you'll see over the summer they're going to completely you know put a fan zone in and revamp all this it's very tired looking mm. and uh, so she's been massive and she watches every game um, no she's in love with it and she's been other than me and Paul I think has been the most important person involved really? yeah. yeah but actually you know what she's been more important than me and Paul but I think it's you know it's probably the, the whole sort of woman's game in, in, in uh, you know overall it's in the last five years I suppose I mean it's just it's just jumped on in leaks and down so to have a, a woman director I, yeah. I, I'm not against that at all I think nah. it's uh, I think it's, it's a good policy I think it's a great thing I think we've also start, you know the, with the women's team starting back up yeah we want to make sure that that's that they have everything that they need to be successful. Because like, uh, I mean, the ladies' team—it's it's a pity because it at one point yeah, it I've was heard. in the top division. Yeah, I know, and that's it's such a shame that it didn't continue that way. But we'll try and get them back there because I think they're you know as important as the men's team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, it's a pleasant change to have a woman's touch. In a, in a football boardroom, and as I say, I stand by that. I think that's that's very important. Yeah, I think so. I think she was in here the other day, actually, um, and we were kind of having it out amongst each other. I won't name who was in it, but um, and I guess she was. It was good for her to just sort of sit there and actually kind of mediate the two sides that were kind of <laughs> had opposing opinions on different things. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, as you know, there's been a pretty toxic atmosphere around the club for two or three years since John Fry and Norman sold the club. Yeah. Would you be sympathetic if supporters were slow in accepting you and Paul at the club after the experiences of the last owner? Yeah, 100%. I mean, why should they trust me? I mean, they don't know me yet. So, again, actions are going to speak louder than words. But I think we've got off to a good start. Like, I think I've got, a, from the supporters I've met, it's been so welcoming and yeah i've really enjoyed you know interacting with them and there's certain people here that wish i'd interact a little less but that's not going to happen i want to interact as much as possible yeah and at the end of the day they're the most important people to this club like players are going to come and go managers are going to come and go staff are going to come and go but the fans you know this is a lifetime thing you don't change a football club Mm. so i understand that they might be skeptical but i really want to have a really good relationship with them and like always open to talking to anyone and will always let them know as much as I possibly can of what's going on yeah. without maybe crossing a line, um, which I think, yeah, that's that's important. Well, I see you've um, you've indulged in a bit of Twitter in anyway <laughs> with, with, a, with a few people. So yeah. They appeared on one of the websites there. So. Yeah. But, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's what we've... I mean, Priester was just hopeless. I mean, we just nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, John think, Fry was better, but even yeah. he was great. Well, I think it's a it's a powerful way to talk to people. Like it's obviously mm. I can't go around and have a, a beer or, or sorry a cider around here with uh, with everyone. So to be able to talk to people in that way and just kind of let them know what's going on, and also it's good to get their opinion on things. Like yeah. I, yeah. I think we're all moving in the same direction. I'm, I have been told off once or twice for. My my tweeting. Oh, uh, I shouldn't worry about it. Yeah, but I, I to be honest, I'm not going to stop because I want to interact. Well, it's your club after all. Why can't you tweet anyway? Well, exactly my point. It's it's, you know, for goodness' sake. Yeah, the negotiations to buy the club obviously dragged on. Mm -hmm. You know, have you found the legal process frustrating? Is it taking too long? I mean, you know, I think it's been a complicated deal. So I think any complicated deal in whatever industry takes a while. And I think to be honest, it's mainly down to the lawyers yeah like they, you know what a lawyer is like they're, they're paid by the hour right so yeah, they're going yeah. to spend as long as they possibly can getting things done um, well, I always think they, they, they ride white horses dress in black and have a hat on and say <laughs> stand and deliver usually yeah yeah so, <laughs> they're usually called dick as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> no so we've, we've we're at yeah we're at the end of the process now yeah, yeah. the announcement this week yeah would you have liked to have bought the land at the at the end of the day as well as the as the club or not um would i like to, the surrounding land yeah yeah uh yeah i mean for sure it would have been good to have that in the club's um hands because 
you know, then we could put stuff on there that adds mm. to the community or also adds revenue to the club. Um, but that's not out of the question. I don't think that's... So it's, it's still a, it could happen then? I don't know how much I can say on it, but um, mm. I wouldn't say it's completely out of the question. No, that's a fair comment. Um, um, what do you think about the, the sort of ownership issues that are going to come up with South Somerset District Council? I have not had much to do with them so far, um, but I hope for a positive relationship. I know that they're moving into, uh, is it, I think they're disbanding and it's like a... Yeah, it's a bigger, yeah. they call it a unitarian yeah, council something or something like, like that. that. I, mean, I hope we have a good relationship with them. I don't yeah. see why we wouldn't. I think that no, football no, club's a big asset to the area yeah. um, and I'm happy to work with them if we need to, but... I, I'm not sure how often we'll have to come across each other. I mean, I think it's, it's it's perhaps relevant too that I mean, at least they have accepted the fact that this is a a major contributory to the, you know, the local area and and you know, yeah. a, along with Westlands or Leonardo as they're well, known, yeah. um, and uh, say Pitards, yeah, you know, you've got three quite big operations there, so. Yeah. You know, I think that the fact that they've accepted that that's the case is, is good for the, for the club, really. Yeah, I think, the, again, haven't dealt with them very much, but moving forward, I can't see why they would sort of try and stand in the club's way if it was something that was to benefit the club and the community. So mm. we'll see, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but yeah. I, I'm hopeful for a good outcome. Time for some more music. Well, some people would call it music anyway. And it's uh, a gentleman called Jay-Z and a track called You Don't Know. Turn my music high, 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 yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Sure I do. I'm from the streets with a hood swallow on me. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb the shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing, chrome meets chrome. The coke prices up and down like it's Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brone. One slip, you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are. Welcome to sell. But when the shells come, you better return them. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch for cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for damn. This ain't a sewn outfit, Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones, I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping Def Jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. That's where you're wrong. I came into this motherfucker 100 grand strong. Nine to be exact from grinding cheap packs. Put this shit in motion, ain't no rewinding me back. Could make 40 off a brick, but one rhyme could beat that. And if somebody would have told him that hoe would sell clothing, not in this lifetime, wasn't in my right mind. That's another difference that's between me and them. <laughs> I smarten up, open the market up. One million, two million, three million, four. In 18 months, 80 million more. Now add that number up with the one I said before. You are now looking at one smart black boy. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. I triple my worth, motherfucker. I will not lose. Put something on it. I sell ice in the winter. I sell fire in hell. I am a hustler, baby. I sell water to a well. I was born to get cake. Move on and switch states. Cap the coop with the roof gone and switch plates. Was born to dictate. Never follow orders, dick face. Get your shit straight. Fuck all this is Big J. Ah. You <laughs> Will not lose ever. Fuck up.
Jay-Z there and you don't know. Yeah, you've stated that you would definitely want to buy back the stadium. How long do you think it's going to take you to do that? Again, I can't talk on everything right now, but I think the thing that makes most financial sense to us is to be able to put as much money into the team and the infrastructure around the team as possible so if we can get a good deal for say two to three years on just renting the stadium not at the not at the rent that has been suggested that's mm. well, that's way off is that, yeah. um, but if we can get a good deal on that then we're happy to rent it for a little bit but I think after two uh, two to three years You'd like to we'd, think you'd own it. We'd, I'd say I'd almost guarantee for, uh, for sure after three years we'd, we'd definitely own it. Mm. And there might be a it might actually be a case of it might make more sense now to buy it in terms of in the next couple months. But the idea that we've had is if we can get a good rental deal, why would we put X amount of money into buying the stadium? And we could put it into other things around the team and try and get them out yeah. of this league. And then the stadium, will basically, we can pay for the stadium from the money we get from going up. I mean, it could be without wanting to give away any tricks. I mean, it could be that, you know, you think, well, what, what would South Somerset District Council do with a football stadium without, without a football in it? Sort of without, you know, yeah. what, what's, what, what are they going to do with well, it I guess they don't sell it to yeah, you? There's that question. That's probably where we're going to have our first uh, <laughs> meeting at that bridge that yeah. we want to cross. It'd be interesting so to we'll see that. See. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, hang on. Uh, the houses, as you know, there's so-called plans around for building 250 houses, and mm-hmm. questions have been raised about, you know, if that's the case, what, how are we going to park? Where are we yeah. going to park to see? Is that a, a potential problem on the horizon? Do you feel or not? Um, I mean, that's got nothing really to do with me or the. Uh our group so I don't really know what that looks like but mm. obviously parking is important and whatever happens we're going to make sure that that's available and we might have to think outside the box a little bit but yeah. I don't think that is something that we can't overcome if well, if that's the case I mean how much do you own in terms I mean do, have you still got the the, the Astro Pitch for example is that still out yours as it were well, in the I mean, at the moment don't, we don't actually own the stadium yet so we don't own anything. No, but um, when it when it comes to you know, will you will you still own the the and then like the car parking around here sort of thing? I mean, is that is that part of the deal? Do you think? Um, so I think the idea is is that pitch is a bit weathered. Yeah. So the idea is is there's going to be three new pitches on the other side. Yeah. But we're talking years here. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you. If there, I don't know what's going on with that stuff. But if there is something like that going on, to get everything in place and to start doing it. It's not going to be for three, four, five years. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's, so not, moment, it's not an just, urgent thing for us to yeah. to worry about right this second. Like it, we're definitely planning for all the different scenarios that could unravel. But um, our thinking is: is worst comes to worst, that's a five-year. Yeah. So we can make the right requirements. So things are very fluid at this stage, and you, you know, as you say, you've got. Why well, that stuff has nothing to do with us? That's no. like. That's completely to do with other people. Um, all we care about is securing the stadium. Does that come in with the rent, for example, at the moment? Then which Astro Pitch? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, you've still got a sort of legal hold on it for the moment. Anyway, if it's part of your rental deal. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, what will be will be, and we will figure everything out. I mean, I don't have I don't have an issue with it. We've thought about lots of different things, which solutions to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what plans have you got to uh, improve the match day experience? Oh, massive plans, I think. Just taking a walk around the stadium, you can tell it's not—it's mm. probably not the funnest place to come. No. Um, and we've obviously travelled around to a few other grounds and seen what they've done. And that you know, we need a fan zone that fans are excited to come to a few hours before the game and and have a, a good time. And you know, after the game, stay for a little bit, or even if we put in some stuff that maybe. When it's not a match day, people want to come here yeah. and have a coffee. Or yeah. so yeah. I think there's massive plans for it, and um, I'm not really as much involved in that side. That's more of like uh, other people's remit. But we um, we have massive plans, and I think that's going to start taking place until over the summer. And now Matt's final track, which I do approve of, it's Eric Burden and the Animals and the House of the Rising Sun.
Finally, a bit of music that I recognised. Eric Burden and the animals there and the House of the Rising Sun. So, so where does Paul fit into all this in terms of... I mean, you've obviously got sort of specific jobs running a football club. Yeah. I mean, do you do, you do those together or do, do you have a sort of list and he's got a list or how does it, how does it work? So I said, I said it before with, um, in other things I've said, is um, when we first started looking at Yeovil... It was not in this relegation battle. No. So we thought we'd come in, leave the squad as it was, leave the manager as he is, and we'll start preparing everything for next year. Um, obviously, we've come in and we're in a real scrap. Yeah. So it's at the, the last few weeks have kind of been putting fires out where we can. I mean, like, the squad's depleted now. You've seen the injuries that have come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So we have to now go out and make sure that we can get the right players to come in and 
and make sure we stay in the division. Um, so in terms of roles, like we have loose roles in terms of, you know, Paul be dealing with one thing, I'll be dealing with another thing, um, and that's all good. But I don't think until we get to the summer, we'll really sort of mm. we're kind of all working together to get to the common goal, which is to stay in the division, so that we can implement yeah. what we want to implement. So the final plan to kind of start in the summer when the season's yeah. So like know. obviously we want to get we want to do like you know build a new gym down by the training pitch or yeah all this stuff, but. If we're going to be a National League South Club, the budget looks a lot different than if it were a National yeah, League yeah, side. So it's it's a frustrating one because we don't. I don't believe that. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but in terms of thinking a bit more intelligently, we're not going to start. We have two budgets lined up: one for this division, one for the division below. And the way for the one, if it's the one for the division below, it's still a really healthy budget. Yeah. And I fully would expect us that it would sort of be a straight bounce back. But it just puts us back a year. We don't want that. We want to start and, you know, start putting in everything we can. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's exciting though, isn't it? <laughs> it's stressful, but exciting as well. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah now you, you've, you've brought in so far, you've brought in, I think I'm right in saying, Rio Griffiths, um, Jordan Stevens, and Scott Pollock. Um, how many more have you got lined up? Um, well, I think that's also not true because I think we've actually been behind the scenes bringing in the transfers from November time. So Have you? We've oh, actually right, brought yeah. in Jordan Young, we've brought in uh, Charlie Cooper, all of those yeah. boys who've come in since then. Uh, Edwin, who unfortunately has now broken his foot and won't be part of the team for the rest of the season, but he's a great kid and I you know, wish him all the best for the future. I think he'll have a big career. Yeah. Um, but we've brought in all those players. So to say that we've only brought in... I, I've got a bit of flat for that saying we've only brought in... Yeah, Scott no, Pollock well, it's, it's, and Rio Griffiths. Yeah. Um, but in terms of people coming in, I think this week we're working on stuff. I think today we've got two over the line that should yeah. be announced later this week. Um, and we're trying to Are get. strikers? Uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, and then I think we have. We're talking to a couple more that we want to get in. There's been yeah. other ones that. We're very ambitious that it just doesn't make sense right now. I saw a rumour, yeah. as you can imagine, the world is full of rumours. Of course. That, that Paddy Madden's name was mentioned. Oh, yeah, I've, heard, I've seen that a few times. Yeah, um, yeah no, that's that's not, not, not one of the names we're looking at. Right. I'd love if he wants to come back, then you yeah. know, tell him to give us a he's call. He's a lovely but, bloke, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a great guy. I think, I think he's, he might be too important to... Stockport, Stockport yeah, yeah, but man, he's gone eleven games, I think, without scoring until Saturday. So who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, the, the the ticket. I mean, that was a brilliant move. I thought reduction in the ticket prices has gone down really well. Yeah. And you know, if anybody wants to sort of, you know, say, well, who are these new blokes? Well, for a start, you've done that, which I think is is a great move for, you know, I mean, especially with the financial climate we're living in at the yeah. moment. It's a brilliant so, idea. Yeah. So I think we've. It's been a bit of red tape in terms of us trying to announce this but it's going to be announced today the rest of the season we're going to have the exact same deal that we had for the oh, East yeah. League yeah. there's four games left to try and get as many people in as possible to help the team and then also for season ticket holders if you have a season ticket you can bring someone in for free Right. so try and get in as many as possible yeah. I mean I don't know what the figures are I mean have you found that it's, it's, it's worked in terms of numbers I don't think for us at this moment it's not about numbers so much it's about creating an atmosphere yeah um and i think where we're actually going to make the most revenue will come from other streams yeah. um we're not gonna i mean we're gonna try and make it as cheap as possible for anyone to come watch us play mm. um and that's well, yeah, we look see what that number looks like next season, but it will definitely be cheaper. Have you sort of put any time frame on getting Yeovil up into the well, certainly League One, as we were saying earlier? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we can start this year. I think we can make a push for it next year. Yeah, that's good. I'm news. not saying. Oh, League One? Did you say? Yeah, League One. Yeah. Oh, League One. Okay, yeah, well, that's no, we can't make a push for League One because it's impossible. But League Two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why we can't challenge for it next year. If we get Wrexham and Notts County out of the way mm. and it's, I don't know, Crawley or Rochdale come down, I think we're, I'd say we're up there, maybe the biggest team in the division at that point. Yeah. And 
our budget should accordingly well, be. Really, apart from Chesterfield, that's about the uh, yeah, yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, sort that. of quite a big club. Yeah. I wouldn't put any of the others in, in that, that league, really. No, I wouldn't either, and I think we can compete for sure financially with all of them. Yeah. Um, so why not give it a go next year? Absolutely. But it's also about being smart with like who we bring in and things like that. Yeah. Because there's a real culture change that needs to happen, and, and that's got to happen over the summer. But I think, you know, it's got to, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. as you said, I mean, it's it's the wrong atmosphere is, is here and we've got to change it. Yeah. Well, you've got to change it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll help if I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long have you been living down in this part of the world then? Uh, like five weeks, maybe. Oh, is only that yeah. short as that, is it? Short, yeah. yeah, no, just as yeah. soon as it was um, clear that the, that we were kind of over the line of everything we needed to see, yeah. got in the car and moved on down so where, where are you living now so i was up in um near Froome. yeah but the house we were in got uh or we meant yeah we got as we were about to move in they we got sold so then we couldn't rent it anymore all right so i actually moved down into um wimborne near bournemouth so, yeah which is like about i think it's about an hour 20 from here yeah um yeah. but we can't be here every day so it's it's yeah it's great. Uh, uh, have you got a family I have got a family. I've got a daughter who lives actually down in Wimborne, so that was one of the key reasons to, oh, that's, to yeah, go that's, down there. That's good there. So I see her pretty much, you know, every day, every other day now, which is great considering I was in London before, so it was yeah. a bit of a mission. It was two, obviously two and a half, three hours to. Yeah, quite well. Yeah. Unfortunately, that road in the summer is not the greatest, but still, I don't want to put you off. But. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> um, right, well, I've got here, let's hope that after around four years of uncertainty, your mother, Paul, are going to come to the club and bring success and stability, which is, in, I think that's the word. It's been so unsettled. Yeah. Over, over the, you know, it's, it's. Just, I mean, not just that. We've had, we had the guy from, um, what was his name, Jenkins. Yeah. He mucked us about for Christ knows how long. Then we had um, Priestel, mm -hmm. and I. Thank you ever so much, Matt, for doing this. I appreciate, appreciate it, it. but I haven't finished yet. Yeah. Um, I've got a little a little exercise here, which I'm sure it's just a bit of fun, really. But it it just helps to get. Um, okay. Um, but it helps to um, it helps to just get the the fans involved, and they can find out a little bit more about you from this little bit. Yeah. Right. It's the typical bit you get in the program, you know, yeah, okay. favorite car and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, what's your full name? Uh, Matthew Gordon Ugler. Right. And place of birth. Uh, Toronto, Canada. Date of birth? March the 8th, 1994. So you're an Aries then? Pisces. Oh, Pisces, are you? Yeah, yeah. right, because uh, I'm an Aries. Um, you got any brothers and sisters? Yeah, well, yeah, I've got three uh, sisters and then I've got a couple step siblings as well. Right, okay. Um, married, yes? No, not married. Oh, all right, not married no, then. Not partner that. though? Yeah, uh, no, no partner. No, Single. right, okay. Um, where did you spend your childhood? Uh, London. Right. Uh, so far, who's been your best boss? Your dad? No, worst boss. <laughs> uh, best boss, a woman named Roz. Okay. From Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Um, what's the best ground you've been to? Hewish Park. Right. Um, what's the best manager you've worked with? This is this is slightly football orientated, as you can see. I've only worked with one manager, so I guess there's only one answer. What, Mark Cooper. Mark Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Um, best. I can't really ask you the best player you've played with. Uh, what would you say is your best mate in football? I suppose that'd be Paul, would it? Best mate in football. Yeah. I mean, I know he's rugby, but I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, I guess it must be right. Yeah. 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 Um, what car do you drive? Uh, I do not have a car at the moment. Okay. I'm just, well, if given that you had I a car, I just sold my car. I had a Porsche before. Right. Porsche Macan. Yeah. But I sold it. Is that a SUV type one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's great, but I. Given that you're going to get another one, what are you going to get? <sighs> That's tough. I think I'm going to get a Range Rover. Right. Okay. Um, um, have you got any particular style of favourite clothes that you wear? Uh, my stance is uh, comfort over style. So. Okay. As you can probably see today. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. Um, what's your favourite film? Either Interstellar. No, actually, you know what? The Batman films with uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan Batman films. Okay. Um, favourite male film star? Favourite male film star? Yeah, male. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And female? 
Um, ooh, I'm gonna go with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, right? Yeah. Um, favorite TV show? The U.S. Office. Right. And favorite TV male star? TV male star. Yeah. Uh, oh, 100% um, Steve Carell in The Office. Okay. And female TV star? Female TV star. Um, oh, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. Okay, well, cool. And um, what do you do after a game? Depends if we win or lose. Uh, okay, what if you win? Uh, maybe have a, a drink to celebrate. Yeah, and if you lose, have a drink yeah, to so celebrate. Yeah, I guess have a drink to forget. <laughs> Commiserate, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Uh, what's your favourite food? Mexican. Right. Uh, favourite drink? Non-alcoholic, alcoholic. Whatever. Okay, we'll go, we'll go PG. I guess Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, right, okay. Um, what have, got here? have you got any hobbies? Uh, yeah, I like video games. Yeah. Um, you don't play golf or anything like that. I do play golf, yeah, not yeah. very well, but I play. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Merc or BMW? Merc. Good choice, I've got a Merc. Yeah. Um, Mac or PC? Mac. Uh, beer or lager? Lager. Steak or curry? S- steak. Um, other sports, you've said golf. Anything else you play? Tennis. Tennis, right. Yeah. Um, who would you like to meet? Um, out of, you know, dead or alive, anybody, just uh, who would you know, one person you'd know, really like to meet? Dead or alive? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, maybe Frank Sinatra would be pretty cool to meet. Okay. Um, you're going to have a dinner party. Yeah. Right? And you're going to invite, invite five guests, dead or alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, who would you invite? Well, I guess Frank Sinatra would be one of them. Yeah. Uh, Probably like Jesus, just to see what was going on. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe I'd probably like to meet Brian Clough. Yeah. That'd be cool. Any more two? Uh, no, three. Three more. No, hang on. Who did you do so far? I got Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra's two. Brian Clough. Brian Clough's three. So two more. Um, you can have women, you know, if you want. Okay, that's actually a very good point. Um, you put me on the spot there. I guess I'd go with. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, that would be cool. I think she looks, she seems really kind yeah. and sweet. Okay. Um, and finally, I would go for Cesc Fabregas. Cesc Fabregas? Yeah. Oh, Arsenal, I yeah. forgot. Right, okay, we haven't got much more. Um, right, if you had to share a taxi with someone um, out of this lot, who would you choose? Go on. All right, one, a celebrating Man United supporter. Yeah. In this case, we change it to a celebrating Arsenal supporter, OK? OK. Uh, two, a pissed-up scouser. Yeah. Or three, a bookie who has just lost the lot. Probably the pissed-up scouser, because I think that would be quite a bit of a laugh. <laughs> right, OK. Um, out of this lot, which would you like to, to watch the most? Or who would you like to watch the most? Yeah. George Best, Jimmy Greaves, Maradona or Bobby Moore? George Best. Right. Um, which would you choose? The wife has tickets to a West End musical. Yeah. Or you've got tickets for a Simply Red concert. I mean, it depends on what the musical is. Yeah, well, I, can't, I don't know. I haven't got that. Uh, we'll go for <laughs> Don't musical. be difficult. We'll go for the musical. Go for the musical. Well, yeah. Keep the wife happy then. Yeah, exactly. all right, then. Fair enough. Uh, and that's more or less it, I think. Okay, perfect. So that's, that's that bit. Well, thank you, Matt. Been great talking to you. And I'm sure the supporters are going to enjoy having a listen. Well, that brings to an end this edition of In Conversation. Watch out for one every week. We will do our best to bring you some interesting people to talk to. And one, just an advance warning, coming up very shortly, we've got Stephen Corker. So until then, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to Matt Ugler, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you. This is Three Valleys Radio. The heart is a and you've been listening to the In Conversation program with A.D. Hopper.
Make sure you join us every week here on Three Valleys Radio. And the reason that you had to care.